0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program. And every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more healthy matters.
2: Uh, good morning. Welcome to this edition of Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden has returned. Good morning. Good to see you again. Good morning, Denny. It's good to be back. Your colleague uh, Dr. John Sweet was uh, with us, and you indeed did go to classes together.
0: I did. John was a friend of mine in med school. We sat next to each other. He listened to the teachers. I read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do joke about that a little bit You're because I sat in a group of four friends and uh, that I had just met on the first day of class. They were or my closest friends to this day. To this day, wow. Gen- Jennifer is a dermatologist. Kara is a family doctor. John's an allergist, and I'm I'm me. <laughs> you're,
2: you're the internal <laughs> medicine. Who, uh, what do you say? You, you, you talk and drink coffee.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. The <laughs> internists are the cerebral ones. We talk and drink a lot of coffee. John Sweet was an ex- all really great doctors. In fact, if you need a dermatologist, family doctor, or allergist, you go to my three friends. They're the greatest. Excellent. They're the greatest. I haven't been around work much. I've been down in Puerto Rico this past week. How was it there? Oh, just lovely. I have never been to Puerto Rico, and it was just a little spring break vacation. And I saw a mix of um, still some hurricane-related damage, uh, um, but mostly what I found was just a beautiful um, uh, island with gorgeous weather, lovely people, easy to travel in. You reminded me you don't need a passport. No passport. These are our American colleagues down there. It's an American territory. My Minnesota driver's license worked for the— for the rental car you use US dollars That's people right. speak Spanish all over the signs are in Spanish but immediately speak to you in English if they need be and um uh, you know just a uh, just a shout out to the people of Puerto Rico thank you for such a lovely week and um I did see some hurricanes um related stuff still for instance my Uber driver young man nicest guy talkative guy said that he and his wife had to line up every day for nine months to get water because they had no electricity and no water for nine months. And he he and his wife, very resourceful, they learned that one in the morning the lines were less. So instead of going during the day, they would would get up at one in the morning every single day. We have no idea. We have no idea what our (laughs) – American colleagues down there, and they are American colleagues. They are our friends and our American citizens. And so it was just absolutely fantastic to be down there. And I've been away from work a little bit, so... Um,
2: so you got to catch up on
0: things. Yeah, and suddenly a whole bunch of basketball fans showed up in yeah, town. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome if you're here for the Final Four, if you're visiting from Alabama and an Auburn fan. That was a tough blow last night. Or if you're from Charlottesville and our Virginia fans, or if perhaps... Uh, You're from East Lansing, another tough blow for the Michigan State fans. And um, Lubbock, I've never been to Lubbock, but welcome if you're from Texas Tech. And good luck to Virginia and Texas Tech on Monday night.
2: And if you need to ask a general health question for Dr. this is your opportunity. We won't charge you.
0: It's free medical advice right here on WCCO.
2: You call it in or you text it in. Let me give you the numbers if you're not familiar. 651-989-9226. If it's easier, send a text from your hotel room, if you like, eight one eight zero
0: seven. Yeah, we're right that. downtown with you. Yeah. We're within shadow of of uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, where my hospital is. If those of you who are going to the Final Four, especially if you're out of town, look at that big, huge it's hospital right there, right across the street from U.S. Bank Stadium. It's just immediately south, um, or literally across the street. And my office looks out over U.S. Bank Stadium, and so uh, um, that's where we hail from. It's called Hennepin Healthcare. The hospital is called Hennepin County Medical Center, or HCMC, and uh, we have clinics uh, uh, all over the western metro area. It's close to where you live, so you don't even have to be downtown, but that's where we hail from, and uh, we welcome your calls and texts to the show. Maybe I thought I'd start out with one of these texts because it's ripped straight from the headlines. Somebody texted in and says, would you please talk about the Candida auris That is spreading across the globe. There's an article in the paper in the Star Tribune about how contagious it is. Thank you. What Um, is that? Yeah. So I didn't know anything about a Candida auris, but I read the article as well. And it is a fungus. Candida is a fungus. And it's everywhere. Not Candida auris, but Candida albicans and other species of fungus. It's just literally everywhere. And and we treat it uh, um, if it becomes a problem. But the point is it doesn't become a problem for most people. It's just everywhere. You, get, you know, you get some type of fungus in your toenails, and it's toenail fungus, and you get it in between your toes and it's athlete's foot, but it's really not a big deal for people with intact immune systems. We do have effective antifungal medications for the run-of-the-mill fungus infections that happen in people whose immune systems don't work quite right. That would be transplant recipients, people with HIV or AIDS, um, uh, people with who take prednisone chronically for other conditions, they are at some risk. So we treat them. But there's a new one out there, or maybe it's not new, but it's become in the headlines because it's resistant to the antifungal medications that we have. It was first isolated from the ear of somebody. Therefore, they called it auris, A-U-R-I-S. That's oral, means ear. And so this... This fungus has been found all over the world, in India and Pakistan, the southern hemisphere, um, and it has been found in a few U.S. states, not in Minnesota. Um, um, I checked into that one, but it's in New York and New Jersey. I think it was in Illinois a little bit. The problem with it is that it's not killed by all of our antifungals. So if a patient in a hospital room has it, this fungus lives on everything. It just lives on things, and they can't hardly get rid of it, so they have to like bring in the hazmat teams to clean the rooms and so it's a uh only again a problem mm-hmm. for people who are seriously ill with one of those immune compromise conditions. It's not a problem for people just walking around, hospital workers and the like. It's not a problem, but it does bring up much larger questions about what we are doing in our society to combat microorganisms like bacteria are killed by antibiotics and we have a we have trouble with overuse of antibiotics um, because it makes the bacteria stronger well now it's the same thing with fungus um, and so we overuse antifungal medications and now the little buggers are they're winning they're getting stronger and you might ask well I've never had an antifungal where are we overusing them well we don't use them that frequently in the human population except if you're In the hospital, but antifungals are routinely sprayed on fields, agricultural fields, and they're used in animals. So I am certainly not an expert on that. And I would, that would be out of line for me to comment about the utility of antifungals on agricultural fields. I'm sure there are um, people with far more skills in farming than me. But I think that that's at least something that is worth a, a, Hmm. a, a look at what we're doing in a larger. Society. So right. that's what I... Thank you for your texter. It's straight the, for the from the texter for the question. Right. You don't have to worry about it if you're not hospitalized and, and really, really sick.
2: Here's our phone number, 651-989-9226. We'll go to the phones in a second. Uh, the text number in the meantime is 81807. Let's go to the phones. I think Bob in Minneapolis has uh, been waiting there. Bob, you're on with the doctor. Hello, Bob. All right, Bob has... Uh, it's going to get some more coffee yet?
0: I guess so. Bob yeah. was there. Well, you want to give us a call back? You could do that. Bob, should I go back to the text? Yeah, line? let's do that. Somebody is asking. Yes, I was indeed talking about Canada. Um, the person who uh, texted in and does this feed on sugar? And I don't know that question. Do, do yeast do feed on sugar? And yeast is a type of a fungus. But whether or not um, this Canada one does, I don't know. And again, Canada Oris, the one that's in the newspaper, is not a problem for you, you and I, who are just walking around. It's not like some, you go put a mask on or something. The human immune system is extraordinarily good at handling um, the things it encounters. Bacteria, viruses, and fungus are three of the the little beasts that we can't see that can make us sick. And the human immune system is particularly good at getting rid of the yeast, the fungus. That's when I say yeast, mold, fungus. The only problems we have, or one that I have, is allergies. Um, Some of our immune systems are a little too good at handling yeasts and molds, and so we're allergic to them. An allergy is simply an over-exuberant immune system. So anyway, that's um, enough about Canada and yeasts and molds. That's a fun topic to start out a Sunday morning. Hey, let's (laughs) talk about mold. I think Bob might be back.
2: All right, Bob in Minneapolis, uh, you're on the CCO. Bob, what is your question?
0: Can you uh, provide an overview about hives? Sure, Bob. um, Hives are... Are, they can be caused by any number of things, but what they, they look like or feel like on your skin are little bumps that are usually reddish. Um, they're often surrounded by what we call a wheel and flare. The wheel is W-H-E-A-L. That's the bump and the flare is the kind of um, redness around it. And they come and go all over your body due to some trigger. The trigger is often an allergy, Um, For instance, if you have an an allergy to some medication and you take that medication, you can break out in hives. Uh, It can be due to something that comes in contact with your skin. For instance, you might be allergic to a fabric softener in your laundry, and so you get it on your chest when you put a T-shirt on. It can be due to heat. Some people get it just from heat. Um, I've seen patients who got it due to the... uh, I think of an old Ford car. You're sitting in a sweaty driver's seat on an old leather seat, and you get a kind of wet and sweaty lower back. That heat and pressure has made people break out in hives. So it can be due to a lot of different things. They're usually intensely itchy. They itch, 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 and they tend to come and go. In other words, if it comes of a bump comes on your arm and stays there for a month, that's not a hive. They come and go over a few, they'll come for a few days and then they'll disappear and one will appear on some other place on your body, so they tend to come and go. They're usually treated with um, antihistamines, or if they're more serious, we can give other immune suppressants like steroids, And, and your allergist is your person you would want to see. If you don't know what's causing your hives, if you're getting them, they're coming and going, without a doubt, you should see an allergist. Like John Sweet, who was my guest host last week. Best allergist in town is, in my opinion, John Sweet. And um, not because we sat next to each other in med school, but maybe I'm a little biased. But I hear that from his nursing staff, and I hear it from all the patients. I personally am his patient. I go and get shots from John. And, uh, and so he can talk to you about that. He's at Hennepin Healthcare in downtown Minneapolis at our North Loop Clinic and in Golden Valley. So you can always go to John Sweet, but if you have hives and don't know why, go to an allergist.
2: We were talking last week while you were gone with Doctor Sweet about uh, snow mold, and I was talking to various p- people at retail outlets this week, and they had never heard of it. I said, <laughs> "You mean that? <laughs> well, this is why I have all this Kleenex." That's, yeah, there's there's a lot this time of year when
0: the snow's gone and it's you mean yeah. on the lawns. Yeah, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: you've probably had. I probably, that's to probably it, yeah. why
0: I can't breathe out of my nose yeah. sometimes.
2: Absolutely. Well, that was just one of many things. But, Will, I'll tell you what, we need to take a break. Ah, okay. Uh, we come back. We have callers. We have texters. If you have a general health question for Dr. Hilden, call it in or text it in. 651-989-9226. Again, the text number is 81807. Uh, 53 in uh, overcast skies right now. We're heading for highs today with some rain near 62. Good morning. Welcome back to uh, Hennepin Health's Healthy Matters. It's an open-line show with Dr. David Hilden. Call in your question or send a text if you like. Uh, there's one line open, 651-989-9226, if you'd like to fill it. Text is 81807. Let's go back to the phones, Dr. Hilden. Dick in Anoka, I believe, is uh, next up here on CCO. Dick, the doctor is listening.
1: Hi, I, and thanks for your program. I have restless leg like you wouldn't believe it. will go from one leg maybe over to the other one. And it's even transferred up into my left arm every now and then it'll just jerk like you wouldn't believe. Paramex, I believe I've taken. And I drive for a living and it makes me very sleepy. Any suggestions, my doctor says it. There just isn't stuff out there for it, or they don't know that much about
0: it. Yeah, thanks for your call, Dick, and for uh, being a listener to the show. Um, you Your doctor is kind of right on that. It's uh, one way to put it. Um, there are several decent treatments for restless leg syndrome, and and what you're on is one of them. Um, but drowsiness is part of the deal on some of those. And so especially because you drive Um for a living, that's a problem for many people. In the past, we used medications um, that were um, similar to Valium, so those are still effective, but they have an even worse sedation problem. And so, uh, neurologists and and people smarter than me have come up with some other ones that are a little less sedating. Um, and uh, and but I do believe it's a problem with most of them. Uh, what what some people have suggested is is more behavioral things, um, not medications, because I can't come up with one that um, that's going to be more effective than what you're already on. Um, those would be um, uh, uh, stretching and exercises. And, and everybody with restless legs always starts rolling their eyes at me when I start talking like this. It's like, come on, that's what you got? I'm up all night, my legs are shaking, and you're telling me to exercise. Um, But sometimes that's been shown to be um, helpful. If you're lying in bed and you have to get up and move, that's the classic symptom of restless legs. They're just moving so much that you can't, um, can't take it, so you have to get up and move. What I might suggest you do, though, is to see a sleep specialist or a neurologist because There are medications that the neurologists do that were developed for things other than restless legs. Most of them were developed for seizures, and some of them are um, pretty darn good at at jerking type of neurologic movements. Um, I don't know which ones they might use in this case, but some of them, a low dose of some of those medications can sometimes just calm the nerves down because that's what it is. It's random nerve firing that's Mm -hmm. making your... your, uh, Your arms and legs twitch. Um, That's all I have for you, Dick. I I think I would probably – I would recommend a sleep specialist, Um, first of all. We have MedHennepin, but every major healthcare system in our town has them, up in Anoka, too, where you are. And so I think I would, first of all, start with a sleep specialist because I can't come up with a medication, at least, offhand that isn't going to be sedating as well.
2: I think that sleep center at Hennepin is excellent.
0: Yeah, we're great. We're great. The only thing I wish they would do is paint – you know, is like uh, like – Update the the hallway. You know, the sleep center is this nice calm, quiet hallway, but it's still it's in a hospital. And so you have to go and you have to sleep with a you know in with somebody watching you sleep. So I thought, well, maybe we should, you know, brighten
2: it up a little bit. Yeah, bright or?
0: yeah, yeah, make it look more like <laughs> like a five-star hotel. Because I'm thinking, gosh, you gotta go to sleep in here. No, but really it's one of the best sleep centers. The thing that marks a sleep center is board-certified sleep specialists. And we have Dr. LeClaire and Dr. Varghese, and we have just the best. Um, um, board-certified sleep doctors. These aren't just people who are telling you to drink hot milk before bed. No. They are experts at sleep and everything that goes along with sleep, including restless legs. So that would be my next um, bit of advice. I'm sorry I don't have anything more specific for you, Dick.
2: All right. Should we gr- try to grab a uh, text message or two or before Let's we break? Let's do
0: that before we break here. Um, uh, Some that came in earlier on the show, here's the one that says, Uh, Hi, I'm on my fourth day of indigestion. Any ideas of how to get rid of it? Well, indigestion is a vague term that means different things to different people. So my my usual advice is it's good to find out what it's due to. If this is some typical kind of tummy upset that you get with spicy foods, then I would suggest take a Tums or a Rolaids or something like that, and that might be all you need. However, it could be the sign of something else. It could be an ulcer, for instance, um, in your stomach or your small intestine. It could be gastritis due to some other problem. It could be acid reflux disease. These would respond better to other things. And so if this is a new symptom for you with indigestion, something that you haven't struggled with for years, um, then I would probably see somebody and have a couple of basic tests done to see if you have um, the bacteria that causes ulcers, something called Helicobacter pylori, or to see if you uh, maybe could use a trial of a prescription-strength antacid medication. So things like that would be a good to start with. If, on the other hand, you've had it for months and months and months and months, that's actually less concerning because the human body doesn't have something for months or years and years and years and have it be something serious because you've had it for years. <laughs> then maybe try some antacids. I would just maybe get some Tums, some Rolade, something from the store, um, ranitidine is one, or the stronger ones that, um, like um, omeprazole or Lansoprazole. I would try some of those first, and if that doesn't help, then I would go to your doctor.
2: Okay. Tell you, Bill has been on the line. Before we break, let's get Bill's question answered. Back to the phones, Bill. The doctor's listening.
1: Hey, Danny, uh, doctor. Um, hey, Doctor Elden. I, I talked I've talked to you quite a bit about my. Uh, uh, I'm diabetic, and I've been diabetic for 15 years, and and um, uh, the last time I talked to you I tried to make an appointment with your urology department uh, with uh, erectile dysfunction Uh, and I finally got an appointment coming up next week. Can you tell me what I might expect at that appointment and um, based on what you know of your doctors, um, me being 59 and diabetic, what is the chances of them being able to reasonably cure
0: this. All right. Yeah. You, yeah. Thanks, Bill. So, erectile dysfunction is a big problem for um, men per, uh, with diabetes. Um, it's a. It's a obviously an issue for men in a larger scale as well. But in diabetes, um, your the the both your small nerves and the small blood vessels to your whole body are affected, your whole body. And if you've had diabetes for 15 to 20 years, you're very likely, if you're a man, to have erectile dysfunction as well. Um, and so I don't want to um, be discouraging because there are some effective things. Um, the the medications that everybody knows about, that you hear about, um, the Viagras of the world, those do work for the vasculature. They don't do anything for your, for the neurologic problem, so you could try those. There are some other um, things that I'm not going to get into in more detail, mostly because I'm not an expert in them. I don't prescribe them. But there's all kinds of um, procedures. There's other medications. There's injections. There's devices. There are um, things that might help you. The um, uh, um, I would also suggest um, for men with erectile dysfunction is some type of Stress reduction techniques, because the the largest sexual organ in the body is the one between your ears. So I would try to do some things like um, uh, some uh, psychological type of stress reduction activities. Maybe do some meditation. Maybe see somebody about that. And um, because uh, it's a uh, it's a one pill isn't going to fix it. I guess sure. is what I'm trying to say. So go see the urologist, see what they have to say, and they can they can um, help you out from there. Our, our urology department's just fabulous. Sorry it took so long to get you in, Bill. But um, uh, they're really good. Um, and uh, just tell them your problems and, and uh, see, see what the various range is of, of things they have to offer.
2: Well, as you know, Doctor, we have another half hour of the show to go. So as far as listeners go, if you want to call in your health, uh, health question, it's an open line show today. You drive the show by phones and by text. 651-989-9226 is the number. And uh, the text number, in the meantime, is 81807. Again, another half hour of the show coming up right now in the Twin Cities Overcast, CCO temperature reading 53.
1: Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Danny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare,
2: with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Healthy Matters. It is an open line show today. What does that mean? Uh, if you're new to the show, by the way, thanks for joining us. Uh, Dr. David Hilden, your host, is answering your questions by phone and by text. We're not zeroing in on any Particular topic today on this open line show. So call us or text us, and we'll uh, let you drive the show the rest of the way. Uh, again, it's an uh, open line show. You know, I want to mention before I forget that the, isn't that Teddy Bear Clinic? Yeah, again? yeah.
0: Danny, thanks for bringing that up. It, it's a. It sounds kind of funny, but we have a Teddy Bear Clinic, and you're thinking, well, what the heck is that? <laughs> it's one of our more popular. It events. really is for it? kids. Yeah. yeah, it's coming up on Saturday, May fourth. At um, it's where you and your child. Can um, uh, play doctor in a real emergency room. In fact, in the largest emergency department between Chicago and Seattle is right here in downtown Minneapolis and Hennepin, and and um, it's called a Teddy Bear Clinic because your child can bring in a stuffed animal and practice doing things. They can go to all the various stations, and it helps your child get comfortable with going to a visit um, to the doctor or a hospital. So. We stitch loose seams on your teddy bears. We listen to heartbeats. They splint broken limbs. You get to tour an ambulance, which is really cool. And there's much more. There's even free bicycle helmets for all kids while supplies last. If we run out, we run out. It's a popular event. It's at the HCMC Emergency Department, downtown Minneapolis, on Saturday, May 4th from 8 to 11 a.m., and it is free. For more information, go to hennepinhealthcare.org slash Teddy, T-E-D-D-Y, and it doesn't have to be a teddy bear. You can bring whatever or stuff. Animal. Animal. So it's really fun because you see all these other kids walking around with their teddy bears, going to the various stations, learning, you know, about health care and vaccinations and bike safety and great event to do with your child or your grandchild. Or your grandchild. Or your grandchild, or yeah. Your grandchild. yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of grandparents bring their kids to it. It's a fun morning out. Saturday, May 4th. Keep that in mind. We'll mention that again.
2: As you can see, Doctor Hilden, we have textures and we have callers. Let's do this. Let's uh, let's go back to the phones. I think Lois and New Hope uh, has been uh, waiting. Uh, go ahead, uh, Lois.
1: Thank, thank you. Um, I'm calling regarding the gentleman that had the restless um, leg syndrome. Um, my daughter has that, and um, she takes Ambien. A M B I E N. And she does not go anyplace after she's taking that because of the sleepiness that that gentleman was uh, talking about. That worked for her, um, and I did not understand the medication that he was taking. So um, that's what I had to hopefully help the gentleman out.
0: So. Yeah, thank you for your call, Lose. Um Ambien is uh, um, the brand name for a sleep medication called Zolpidem, Z-O-L-P-I-D-E-M. And it is effective at, at helping people get to sleep. Uh, it it all, it clearly has um the sedating side effects that uh um our caller from uh, uh Anoka was experiencing so i would not don't ever take ambien if you are a commercial driver or you drive for your living because it's the it, the whole point of it is to help people sleep but i you are right lois i've had people or your daughter is um uh typical uh, that it does give mm-hmm. some relief for nighttime related problems including restless legs so thank you for that call pyramax the other one that the, that he was on is um, uh, less sedating than that, um, as far as I know, um, and more um, for neurologic situations. But um, uh, they're all by prescription only, so do see a sleep specialist. But thank you for your call. I think it's uh, uh, another alternative for people to try.
2: All right, before we go back to the text line, let's uh, grab another call. I think uh, Randall from Elk River is on the line. Randall, you're on CCO.
0: Yeah, hi.
1: In the past, I used to get uh, cold sores, and I'd go to the doctor, and it would give me a shot of uh, some kind of steroid or cortisone or something. But then I found out about olive leaf extract or an antifungal, and it works twice as
0: good. You don't have to go to a doctor. It sounds great. To say again what it is, Randall, what what is it? Olive leaf extract. Olive leaves. Yes. Oh. And then there's
1: oregano oil of oregano. And Grape seed extract—they all work
0: good against the cause of cold sores. Which, by the way, do you know what the cause of cold sores is? It's a virus. Yeah, it's it's, it's in our inside our bodies, but
1: stress leads to that that the problem uh, getting worse, and you have to reduce stress. But in the meantime, to call
0: to uh, cure the symptom of cold sores, antifungals work great.
2: No, okay. Well, we have we, we yeah. once in a while, as you know, we hear a lot of home remedies.
0: Yeah, I don't know them all, and that one's <laughs> one I'm not familiar with at all. Um, cold sores are generally caused by a herpes simplex virus, and they will go away all by themselves if you do nothing. But uh, but there is a big relationship between your mind and your body. So I'm always a big fan of reducing stress in your life, Randall. I think that's a good a good idea. So thank you for that. Should we go to the text yeah, line just a little that. bit? Um, here's one uh, about something that you're going to hear about more and more and more and more. It's about CBD um, products. And here's one that says, what are your thoughts about CBD products for anxiety, et cetera? CBD stands for cannabidiol. It is the non-hallucinogenic portion of cannabis, which is where marijuana comes from. So you hear a lot about medical marijuana. That's the actual uh, hallucinogenic thing, which has a lot of pretty good evidence that it has some some benefit to people but there 's another part of the hemp plant um, that is called cannabidiol. It does not cause a high at all there's no there 's none of that, but it has some some early evidence that it might help for seizures, particularly in children. There is reasonably decent evidence for that for seizures there is almost no evidence for anything else, but i don 't want you to Get the impression that it has that it's worthless. Then there's just that there's no scientific evidence um, for doing much else. But it may, it may do something for nausea. It may do something for anxiety, like the, this texter is saying. It just might. The thing. So the the thing about CBD and CBD products is that it's probably very safe. It doesn't cause a high. There's not any real known downsides. I'll tell you what the downside is. It will make your wallet much lighter.
2: It will. Oh,
0: my goodness. It's not cheap. But I think you should stay tuned. I don't want to disparage it too much. I, I can't promote it as a treatment for anything because there's no scientific evidence um, other than some seizure disorders. But there is promise that it might be helpful. And major drugstore changes are going to start to sell it now. And because, But... Just because a major drugstore chain is going to sell it doesn't mean it's proven. Uh-huh. It just means that people are willing to buy it. There's a load of things you can buy at major drugstore chains that don't do anything for you. Um, so be, be be aware that we don't know what the benefits are, but it does have promise. All right. That's what I'm going to say about CBD oil.
2: All right, let's go back to the phones. I think Stu is calling in from uh, Coon Rapids. Uh, Sue, uh, Stu, rather, you're on CCO. Uh,
1: good morning, doctor. Uh, great program. Thanks, Stu. Uh, I'm in my mid 70s, and about six months ago, I had a sudden flare up of pain in my right heel only. Seems to be localized with some muscle stiffness that walks off a little during the day, seems to be worse in the morning. What little research I've tried, could it be plantar fasciitis? If so, what caused it, and how do you treat it?
0: Um, Great question, Stu, and thank you for uh, listening and for your call. Yes, it could be plantar fasciitis. It's the first thing that popped into my head. It could be like a bone spur or something, but that would develop slowly over time. Bone spurs, unless you broke your foot, don't happen right away. They, They go over time, little by little by little. Far more likely that isolated heel pain is plantar fasciitis. Your plantar fascia Fascia is connective tissue, plantar is the sole of your foot. So your plantar fascia starts um, at your heel, the back of your heel, it goes around the bottom of your heel, and it becomes the arch of your foot um, down to your toes. It's a thick, fibrous membranous tissue. It's not bone, it's not muscle, it's a fascia, which is a thick connective tissue that gives your foot its support. That it's supposed to be a tough, leathery structure to hold up your foot. It's not supposed to be too stretchy, but if it gets micro trauma to it, if it gets inflamed, if it gets pulled or stretched a little too much, it hurts. And it can hurt a lot. Um, uh, it's generally heel pain, either in the back or the sides of the heel or right on the bottom of the heel. It can extend all the way into the arch of your foot on the bottom. It's generally due to just life, repetitive pain use of the structure. And in this case, walking, being on your feet a lot. If you're a runner, it happens a lot if you suddenly um, or if you started exercising more than you previously had. Maybe you were on your feet more um, uh, last week or whatever and, and, and it happened. Or for most people, they can't identify anything. They just said it just started developing. So what we tell people is, first of all, get good shoes. That would be number one. Make sure your shoes fit. Um, Make sure that you uh, go to somebody who knows how to do on that, maybe not just at the big box stores, but go to a a walking store or a shoe store um, where they know what they're doing and have them fit your shoes just right so that the arch support happens in the right part for your foot. Um, And that's the first thing. You can buy over-the-counter insoles and gel supports. I'm not sure they do much, but they might. Uh, You can try anti-inflammatories, which... um, over-the-counter would be Advil, Motrin, leave, or ibuprofen. Um, you can do those for a few days. But the problem is that plantar fasciitis can take weeks to months to get better. I know people who have had it for months. Um, sometimes physical therapists can help. I do suggest acupuncture as a treatment. That might really be of some assistance to you. And then, lastly, you can go to and have injections done of um, corticosteroids and the like. And I would say, lastly, I wouldn't do that first. I, I, I would reserve that to the very end, and, and I wouldn't encourage that unless it's just debilitating. Um, so those are the things I suggest Stu. It can be frustrating, and it can hurt a lot. Yeah.
2: Say before we do a quick break here, I remind our
0: listeners we're not uh, Hennepin's not just downtown. No, we, we talk a lot about downtown because that's where um, the show originates and where the hospital is. But we're all over the western metro area. We're closer to home than you might think. Um, we have neighborhood clinics for primary and specialty care from rheumatology to integrative health. We have chiropractic. We have acupuncture. We have cardiologists, the world's best cardiologists. We have rheumatologists like Dr. Nasser. We've got all kinds of services at our neighborhood clinics. We have um, children's services, family medicine. Our, new, our St. Anthony Village Clinic has recently expanded, conveniently located in, in St. Anthony Village. You want to learn more about the clinics? Go to hennepinhealthcare.org slash clinics, hennepinhealthcare.org slash clinics.
2: Very good. We'll take this break. We have more show to come on this open line show. Overcast, 52 degrees here on WCCO. And welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters. We're around every uh, Sunday morning here on CCO at 730. And today is an open line show. Your phone calls and your text messages driving the rest of the show. That's an open line show. And I do believe next week are we not going to continue this? We are going to do
0: another open line show. Um, I'm going to take a Sunday off, though. Um, I've got a few of them here and there. My good friend Sam Ives is going to be here. He's uh, um, I've seen his test scores. He's smarter than I am. He is, eh? (laughs) <laughs> I've, I'm not, I'm kind of kidding, but not really. Sam always gets uh, um, the awards from our medical our doctors in training for being one of the best teachers. He's one of the smarter guys, so get you really hard questions. Oh, for that'll Sam. be
2: next week. Another <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you didn't get your questions answered this week, uh, and we didn't get to it, uh, try us again uh, next week. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Tom, I believe in Oakdale is going to be our caller next. Go ahead, Tom. Thank you.
1: Hi, thank you. Uh, You know, I have a bunion on the outside of my small toe, and I was wondering, is there anything I can do for that without going to a clinic? I don't really own any wider shoes, per se, and it's just irritating. I've got it covered up with some uh, some, uh, band-aids and stuff, but is there anything I can do without
0: going into that. Not really, Tom. I wish I could say there were, but a oh, bunion yeah. is where the joint from your big toe and your metatarsal bones is wearing down and your big toe starts to head a little bit east or west. It's not going north and south anymore. That's the medical terminology, by the way. Um, you know, and they're they're benign in other words, but they can be painful, unsightly, and if the skin is wearing down on the bumpy part, which it sounds like yours might be, mm-hmm. um that's a problem. Are you literally having the skin breaking down, Tom, over the bump?
1: No, no, not really. Why
0: do you have to put Band-Aids on it?
1: Oh, I'm just trying to protect, you know, ah. uh, you know that soften the yeah. bone. I hate That's
0: to tell right. you, but th- that isn't going to go away. Um, okay. It's not. So I, I do suggest you see a, a, a foot surgeon. Um, what do they do? For it yeah, they, they realign it. They, they literally realign your bone, and sometimes they can put a little pin in there to make it straight again. They chip out the part that doesn't need to be. It sounds kind of gruesome, but it's not so bad. They, they re-straighten it out. I'd go to a podiatrist. I'd go to Nikki Bowerly. That's an easy one for me, B-A-U-E-R-L-Y, Nicole. She's a podiatrist at, at Hennepin, and she'd do a great job with it. Um, they do it all the time. There's not anything short of surgery that's going to fix that for you, though. It won't get better. Um, you did mention shoes, though. Uh, it's my day to to recommend good fitting shoes. A wider shoe um in that area would be good. Although I know people who didn't have shoe problems and still got bunions. It kinda mm. yeah, you know, everybody knows, you know, people in your family whose big toes point in the wrong way <laughs> and they didn't do anything wrong. But but good fitting hey, what, shoes and then see a podiatrist. And hey,
1: what was her name? Uh, Bowerly.
0: B A U E R L Y Nicole at Hennepinhealthcare dot org. Nicole Bowerly.
1: Okay. She's uh, great.
0: That's what I do, Tom.
1: How long does that take? Is it a same day? Yeah, it's
0: like a same day deal. It's a same day deal. And then you'll be you'll be hobbling around for a few days afterwards. All right. Very good. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Do I have time to take a few more? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um somebody just wants to know about the place I work. Is the hospital itself now called Hennepin Healthcare or just the corporate government's name? Our entire system is more than just the hospital, so we've rebranded ourselves as Hennepin Healthcare. We have like (laughs) fifty clinics. Seven or eight of them are out in the community, and um, the forty of them are in our downtown clinic and specialty center. And the hospital is still called HCMC, which, for those of you who might remember, it was Hennepin County Medical Center. It still stands for that, mm-hmm. but you know, we just say HCMC is the hospital itself. That's it. Just the hospital is HCMC. Our our entire healthcare system is called Hennepin Healthcare. So much happens outside the hospital that it was too limiting yeah. um, for us to just call ourselves Hennepin County Medical Center because that's a hospital. And so our system is called Hennepin Healthcare, and we do everything from hyperbaric oxygen chain um, therapy to bunion surgery like we just talked about. We have neurologists. We have family medicine. We have acupuncture. We have one of the largest and best integrative health care and groups. you teach a lot of new and I, uh, new dogs, Yep, don't and you? and we've got a couple hundred University of Minnesota medical students there every day. Um, I'm on the faculty. I'm a professor of medicine, or I should say, an associate professor of medicine at the University of Medical School. And so, so we're Hennepin Healthcare. That's the whole system. All right, we have about two minutes. To okay, go. Um, here's one that says I don't have the answer to, but I'm going to read it anyway. Does consuming garlic have any medical benefits? I don't know, but garlic is largely thought to have a whole bunch of benef- medical benefits. I just don't know what they are. Um, and plus, they make your food taste better. <laughs> they make your skin smell. But I don't, I'm not an expert on that, but I do believe um, uh, a lot of people think it does, and it certainly won't hurt, and it'll make your food taste better. Um, here's one that says, I take metformin for my diabetes. Is there another medicine that is better? Metformin has been shown in medical literature, in medical science, to be the best first-line drug for type 2 diabetes, not type 1. If you're type 1, you must be on insulin. But for type 2, metformin is the first-line drug. It's got the, the the safest and the best benefit, but it's usually not enough, or it's often not enough. So often you need a second medication, and there's too many to mention. But yes, metformin is usually the best for most people.
2: Uh, you know what we should do? I know we have to less than 60 seconds to go, to the doctor, but maybe we can mention too uh, about that teddy bear okay,
0: clinic. Okay, that's on May 4th. Thanks, Denny. Um Come to our emergency department and bring your little one with their favorite stuffed animal to the Hennepin Healthcare's teddy bear clinic. It's Saturday, May 4th. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the emergency department. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, and their favorite teddy bear or stuffed animal for this free clinic to help kids feel comfortable with a visit to a doctor or hospital. We'll be stitching loose seams, listening to heartbeats, splinting limbs, touring an ambulance, and while supplies last, free bicycle helmets. May 4th, 8 to 11 a.m. And uh,
2: your colleague, uh, guest host, uh, Dr. Sam Ives, will be here next
0: week. Sam will be here next week. I'm sorry if I didn't get to your your texts uh, or your calls today, but uh, Dr. Ives is a smart guy. You can call next week, and I hope you'll tune in uh, um, next week.
2: And we'll see you in two weeks then, Dr. Hilden. Thanks very much. In the Twin Cities, Overcast, your money straight ahead here on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours